listening to the Mind Manual Podcast. Episode 9, How to Overcome the Tendency of Seeking Approval. Welcome everyone. Today I want to talk about this tendency we have in wanting to seek approval and winning the favour of others, which is driving so many of our behaviours and in particularly the social media revolution. As young children, We're brought up in a world where we are very much conditioned and trained into a hierarchy of seeking permission for almost everything. We learn how to follow directions, take orders, we get rewarded for being good and doing all the right things, or otherwise we risk being punished if we don't. And on and on it goes. It's a continuous process where nearly everything we do is met with permission or approval. And then we have another layer that sits on top of that in what we go and make all of that mean. For example, when we win the affection and receive accolades from our parents, when our rankings and status goes up at school, it's going to be very easy to make that mean we're loved and approved of, which is nearly everything to a little person that relies so heavily on others for their survival. In this state, life is just great which is going to have the associated feel-good high attached to that experience. But if our grades go down, and this is met with disapproval, then it's easy to go and make that mean that we've fallen out of favour and that there's something fundamentally wrong with us. We're just too young to separate out the act from the person. So if the act is wrong, then it's the same as saying the person is wrong which places their whole identity and worthiness into question. This is the learned, conditioned environment that we're all born into. And given our parents represent the very essence of our survival in these formative years, where we are totally reliant on them for our every need, including love, to fall out of favour is almost the equivalent of being cast out to the fringes of the pack which places you in a vulnerable position of falling prey to the predators. So we have this almost innate sense or primal instinct to belong and to be approved so that others will accept and love us, which at the deepest level is an assurance that we can continue on. This happens almost unconsciously and is part of our programming that we're not even aware of because it becomes an imprinted pattern of learning how to survive before our first conscious memory is even formed. When we understand how we become pre-installed with this default, almost primal program, we no longer need to subscribe to that way of being, and therefore we no longer need to be controlled by it. We can overcome it with the rational, higher thinking part of our brain that can logically assess a situation for what it is to see through these constructs and whether there is a very real or just perceived threat to our physical safety. When we realise there is no life-threatening danger here and that we're just feeling the residual effects of an event that has activated the stored fear around rejection from the pack, which translates into, I'm going to die, We can learn to recognise that all is well and we are safe, no matter if we're approved or not. 
And so we don't need to go and feed it with all the ways to seek approval and stay in favour so that we can feel loved and accepted, which puts us on another feel-good high. And who doesn't want to stay feeling great? And this is what social media offers us. It's on tap 24-7. The reaffirmations in all those likes and comments that we're loved, which can be further translated into an adult version that we matter. And given so many of us get fixated on not feeling worthy enough, it's going to further consolidate and perpetuate the strong association we have with acceptance and survival from our years of unconscious programming and childhood conditioning. So we find ourselves tuning into this channel more and more to escape the way we might otherwise be feeling about ourselves and our lives because that's all very uncomfortable and unpleasant. So why not go and line up for another pleasure hit instead? And so our lives teeter in the balance between survival and fear, being safe and then unsafe, feeling loved and great or disconnected and depressed. Is it any wonder why people are a walking nervous wreck? So we get locked into this paradigm where we need to rely on others to show how we are loved and safe because we're never taught how to provide all of this for ourselves. So we rely on the demonstrations and shows of approval in order to prove how we are accepted and therefore worthy enough because we don't actually approve and accept and love who we are. We're too busy judging and rejecting ourselves which leaves us feeling disconnected and incomplete. The thing is that when we don't have our own back and we don't stand in love and acceptance of ourselves, all the external validation in the world is never really going to do it for us because you can never get enough of something that nearly works. All of this needs to come from within. It's an internal job and it needs to sit at the core of our own belief system. A belief system is simply based on what we believe, not in what others believe. We need our own internal validation and lots of self-love that we give to ourselves. When we truly believe something to be true, we don't go and get caught up in any of the drama when someone doesn't believe the same as we do. When someone doesn't approve, we're able to cast it aside as a misperception or just a different value system that we don't agree with and we leave it to them. We don't go and make it mean that there's something wrong with us. But when we don't have our own back and we're not approving and loving of ourselves, then we're forever moving around on these shifting sands at the mercy of swaying opinions and in danger of being sunk at the behest of the popularity polls. It's a tenuous position to be in that instills the fear of the unknown in what's going to happen next. Will I be in or out or just forgotten on the fringes? Which is what anxiety is. It's the fear of some future event happening that is outside of your control. And we wonder why we have this explosion of a generation who are riddled with anxiety. When we're able to separate our past conditioning 
of associating approval with survival and seek to approve and love who we are as we are, even though we may not have evolved into our best version yet, which is what I believe is the very thing we're here to do. Then we're not going to be so needy and gripped into having to set it all up so that others have to continually show how they approve of and love us because we've stepped into that place and filled that need for ourselves. We all have a longing to feel loved, safe and connected. They are our most basic survival needs after food, air and water. We come into this world complete, worthy and lovable. It's all part of our divine nature. Unless we recognize this in ourselves first, we will be forever searching for it in the hearts and minds of everyone else. All of this is available to us now. To acknowledge this within is not to take credit for it. That belongs to our creator. We are not responsible for engineering this human form in which we've appeared. To recognize these divine traits of being complete, worthy and lovable is to honor that divine intelligence that we are made from and to go forth from this place. We create all of the defeating limitations and inadequacies that we feel with our way of thinking. When we get locked into this less than mindset, we've just trapped ourselves into thinking one is better than the other because society decided to uphold this ideal version of what they thought everyone should aspire to, what they should look like and what they should be doing without regard for the miracle of what we are already bestowed with at birth in all its fullness, just as we are. But somehow we've lost sight of all of this and it doesn't rate at all. It seems to have been crowded out by the opinions and judgments of others and we've made that our most important driver. So we put our seemingly perfect lives up there through the social scrolls to show how we are conforming, which we mistake for belonging. And while we're there, we can't help but compare and judge ourselves against these social norms and standards, which leaves us feeling insufficient and insecure against examples of perfection from which we need relief in the form of another feel-good high from either alcohol, food, drugs, gambling, or maybe just another post that will have us winning back the approval of others so that we feel loved and safe and connected, except that it isn't. So if you have been wondering why that whole social media cycle is so addictive and yet leaves you feeling so empty and less than at other times, you have some insight into some possible reasons why and also some solutions in overcoming this tendency of needing to seek approval if it, you feel it no longer serves you. Be your own champion and fall in love with that divine part of you that recognises the true glory of how you came to be. You arrived complete. You have it all within you. It's time you gave these gifts to yourself and marveled in your own creation while you rest peacefully in the love and acceptance 
you give to yourself, no matter what. Let this be your daily reflective state of being to replace the anxiety that hangs in the background, cloaked in the fear of all the things that we think we need to rely on that are outside of ourselves, that we're never going to control. Practicing unconditional love is a skill we can all develop, but it needs to start with us. When we're able to develop this type of relationship with ourselves, we cultivate a strong bond that can heal so much unnecessary suffering that we layer onto things. When we've got our own back and we can stay in integrity, we can trust ourselves and therefore cease the pursuit in having to get it right so that others will approve of us. In reality, we're never going to get it right all of the time. This is where we need to hold compassion for where we're at in being human with all the foibles and frailties that go with this territory. And that's okay. It's all part of the nature of life and the duality that exists in this world of relativity. It gives us the contrast we need to experience the full range of emotions and therefore realities that are always available to us across the spectrum. It's within our power to navigate all of this with a little more grace, with our mind in choosing to think very differently about it all and deciding what you want to believe and then experience that reality. If you want to dive a bit deeper into this work, meet me over at themindmanual.com to learn more. Thanks for listening and tune in for another episode next week.